Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Fast and Furious 2009, otherwise known as Fast 4. Fast and Furious 4, the Fast and the Furious 4, 4 Fast, 4 Furious, whatever, the fourth one, Fast, the fourth one. Uh, Whatever you want to talk about. We're continuing our gimmick of uh, reviewing all the Fast movies. I don't remember why we decided to do this, but... uh, (laughs) Here we are. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, guys? This is Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Um, so, yes, we are. it's been a while since we reviewed Tokyo Drift. I think it was a, a bad enough experience that we had to keep shuff, shuffling uh, the schedule around and pushing back fast four because uh, Tokyo Drift's pretty bad. Uh, and so this Michael, is getting. We can push them back. What if we just knock them out? This is the next. I mean, next week. Let's, uh, past five. five. Back, next back. month, do the rest of them. That's right. Five I mean, through eight next week. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> and I got I got some feedback in our Discord server about our our uh, our multiverse that we were talking about last week of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Fast and the Furious crossover. Oh, word, word, word. I think I really think we got something there. I think we got we got something. I agree. Um, it's it, it, it's about the rings. It has to center around the rings. But uh, we'll, we'll get to the Fast and the Furious later. But um. Before we go any further, we got to make sure that we remember our pickle of the week. <laughs> we tried. We tried. It, it was, was almost, almost good. How, is, good. how has it not happened yet? Right? Isn't there a 33% chance? No, I guess we all have to pick the right. Right. Is it 33% third. chance for each of us? So that's like yeah. right. yeah. math. Math percent. It's not right. Okay. It's not going to happen. No. One, I mean, one one sweet day. It will. We did it right, right. We did it right. We did it right once before. <laughs> yeah, but I think we probably planned it out, though. Um, my no, pickle thinking- of the week from IDW is Dungeons and Dragons at the Spine of the World, number one. Um, they have a different author on this one. This is the first time Jim Zub hasn't been writing it, um, which is too bad. I like Jim Zub, uh, but these books are always fun. Um, and the spine of the world is um, the region in is a region in Icewind Dale, which is where the new book, the the new uh, you know D and D adventure uh, book that just came out is set. So Icewind Dale, Icewind Dale, Icewind Dale, mm-hmm. which which is where we decided Mogar the Enchanted was from. He is. He is. That is right. Not was. Uh, still, he still is alive. Yes, this is just. You know, uh, I am picking uh, X Men fourteen from this week. What? I think it's part fourteen of X of Swords. Ten of Swords. Too many, but I'm I'm super excited about it. It's really good. If you're not reading it, check it out. There's some yeah. reprints coming out. 14. Yeah, Brandon's been going going nuts on a uh, Pogger Pog or whatever that. Yeah, Pogger Pog is uh he's he's that dude. He gonna <laughs> he gonna mess some stuff up. That's right. I am picking. A graphic novel. What else is new? Um, it is a DC one called Victor and Nora, a Gotham love story. Uh, we got it in, like, we get stuff in kind of early, you know? We got it in about, like, maybe a few days ago. Yeah. I, I bought it today, and it looks really, the art's really pretty. Um, it's by the same creative team that did that Catwoman Under the Moon book. Oh, right. Oh, cool. Yeah, and we have a live event for it on November 21st. Sat- that's a Saturday. With... Lauren Mir- Miracle, I think it's pronounced, and Isaac Goodhart, the artist. Awesome. Um, so that's going to be cool. Wait, what day is it? That is November 21st. Okay, coming up. A couple, few weeks away. Oh, man. Dylan, you're... But the book is really good. It's it, it sounds not appealing like a love story between Nora and Victor Freeze, you know? Right. But it's appealing. <laughs> um, I think every virtual signing you're going to do is conflicting with a paint night. Michael! Every single time. Mine okay, was one first. Uh, no, it was not. <laughs> I have receipts. Um, okay, maybe it was. Well, actually, it actually depends. This was planned like a month and a half ago, maybe. Not that um, long ago, actually. Okay, no. Not, I don't know. Mine was planned within like about three weeks ago, probably. Um, but anyway. But anyway. We'll get Dylan at one of these paint nights, guys. I know you're clamoring to have Dylan there. I want to be there. I know. I only I have one kit left, by the way. Um, we'll we'll get there uh, with that echo too. With that echo too. Yeah, I heard that. Wow. Hey, man. You know these are COVID times, so 
It's real out here. Echo vid times. Wow. Get it? Um, no, I don't get it. But uh, this is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It will also help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films we review. Films. Uh, so do us a favor and do it already. Um, so let's talk about events since we are in the mood of events right now. Um, I'll do mine first. So it is November, so I can talk about my November events. Um, November 13th and 20th, we have Keyforge. Um, the 13th will be a sealed, and the 20th, I don't know yet. I haven't figured it out. We'll, we'll, we'll decide. Something, something spicy. Something spicy. Maybe a reversal. Something, something weird. We're going to go with it. And then on the 21st um, of November, it's a Saturday at 6 p.m., we have our third paint night. Actually, I'm sorry. It's at 7 p.m. It's a lie. My calendar is at 6 p.m. because that's when I get online to help people set up. Um, it's at 7 p.m. Uh, the 21st. You can come along if you don't buy the, the kit, but uh, the way it works is you buy the kit at the Sugarland location. It comes with one miniature. This month it's an ogre zombie. It comes with 12 paints, two brushes, a water pot, and a palette. And I will be providing instructions on how to paint the ogre zombie. Um, it's going to be fun. I know we have a lot of new people joining us this time. Um, some people who have never joined our Discord before but are joining to partake in the painting event. Um, like I said, you, there's only one kit left as of this recording. Um, you can feel free to um, tag along anyway, paint whatever you want. Just hang out w- with uh, with the boys. I know Matt of a uh, legacy podcast host, Matt, will be there, but he will not be painting that. He'll be painting a spaceship, probably. That's what he does. Um, but anyway, that's that's all I got. And at some point, we're going to be running Cyberpunk Red. At some point. Um, One day. Well, it's coming out uh, November November 19th. That's, I was about to ask you, is it still coming out? That is still coming out November 19th. Um, shout out to the news later. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, that's, 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 that's good. Uh, and we do have the minis that just came out for it. The minis are fantastic. Uh, they're from Monster Fight Club. Um, we've never carried Monster Fight Club minis before. They're very highly detailed. Uh, they're very nice. So check them out at uh, most Bedrock City locations. Um, I have a live sale tonight. What? We got a lot of, let's see. If your cup of tea is key modern issues, this is the one for you. Like 90s and newer. Like first appearances of like, or we have like ASM 300 for uh, oh, first sweet. black costume. We have a Jessica Cruz, Kamala Khan. Like those, those types of new appearances. You know what I mean? Nice. Batgirl 50, the sought after issue from this week. Oh. A and B ooh. cover. Um, I snagged a couple. Last Ronin, I got a couple of those too. What? Um, What's that going for now? That's... I don't even know, yeah. but um, and lots of good bricks too. New, new, cool bundles. There's okay. a lone wolf and cub bundle that's like huge. It's like oh really? Two feet tall. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and that's tonight at 7 p.m. at bedrockcity.com/live. And then finally, the plans have been solidified today for that Super Suns thing. I feel like every podcast I've been I've been like, and maybe there's one for Super Suns, but. Um, I just got the confirmation from DC. So that's what I mean about like it was confirmed a month ago, Michael. Like, oh, okay, it was confirmed, but then it's not like 100% confirmed until until they say it is. You know, I'm kind of at the, at their mercy. But anyway, Super Sense. It, um, it is a graphic novel series. I think there's been three volumes so far of the DC Zoom, which is the young readers format, and uh, the author is Ridley Pearson, and the artist is Ile Gonzalez. And they're going to be doing a presentation. It's not the normal Q&A um, with a moderator. There's no moderator. And they're doing a presentation on how to create comics. And it's That's more cool. geared for kids. So if you have a, a kid, you know, it's good for any age, you know, like up through high school, I would say, you know. Sure. Um, but appropriate for elementary school, too. But, yeah, if you have any kids that, that sounds different. you I think like they that. would like. Yeah, I'm glad it's something different. It's not about like just selling graphic novels, you know. But we do, um, we will have the signed but you can buy. copies of the book. Yeah, you can. It'll be there too. But it's just kind of going to be a fun, a fun lesson. And then um, the week after that, which is oh, well, that one is on November 14th, which is not this Saturday, but the one after that. That's okay. at 7 p.m. 
they're always everything I say is at bedrocksidio.com slash live, by the way. Um and then the week after that, the Saturday after that is the one I talked about briefly, which is Victor Nora um with Lauren Miracle and Isaac Goodhart. And that one's gonna be more of the traditional older audience, um, because it's a young adult book. So it'll be a QA with a moderator and stuff like that. And that one's like I really hope people tune into because I'm really into that book, you know? And whenever I'm into a book, that means it's good. Yeah, you know yeah. You can take that to the bank. The money bank. Ron's going to flip through it, and he's going to agree with me. Oh, Yeah, definitely. most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll That's flip through Shout out to Pepper. Uh, shout out to um, Those Last are... By the way, it's going for about 30 bucks. Okay. Nice. There you go. I think that's all. There's another one that's another as one. confirmed as Super Sons was yesterday, you know? So, right. but I'm not ready to talk about it yet. But I think there might be one that next Saturday also. He gonna drop it though. Just wow. Wait. I'm a Beyonce lemonade. Drop it. Okay. Ooh. No, that's it's, hey tonight. There's a screen. There's hey a, Dylan, there's, I got a question for you. Oh, into, yeah. Did anybody find those uh, ads around town yet? Oh yeah. Did you find them? I didn't find any. No. I didn't find them either. I went, I went looking. I went scouting, and I was looking for I know the there was one downtown, like at the George R. Brown somewhere. I, yeah, I saw, I saw one on Minute Maid. I know that I was could, there. Yeah, it was at Minute Maid. That was yeah. the one. That was the one, yeah. I'm I pretty proud of how big we were able to print all these. So That's pretty, that's crazy. you know, was, I mean, did you have to pay to put that up? I assume Minute Maid just approached us at that point. Um, No, I just kind of snuck in there and hung it and took a photo and then took it oh, down. Oh, Banksy. You know? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Banksy. you took yeah, them yeah. down. That makes sense. So, did you like repel from the thing and like do like the whole like glue rolling? And... No, 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 no. I put command strips on the back of it and just like threw <laughs> it up. You know? Oh, like we used the best. To, like we used to hang those giant posters on the back wall. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just tossed it onto the wall like a you know oh, like, like a velcro size. ball. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. It went. It worked out. I think. Yeah. Beautiful. We had a very successful Halloween sale. Thank you, everyone, for coming out for it. Yeah, it was it was a good time. It was it was a lot of fun. It was pretty busy. Um, this was uh, officially Sugarland's second busiest month of all time. Wow! Yeah, it was great. It was great, and we also had um, our single best sale day as well. Sirens! Um, sirens are outside someone's house. I'm sorry. It's on it's our side. If you're listening, I live right on Boston Westheimer, like facing the. He street, lives. So. He lives in inside. The Westheimer location of Bedrock. I live in the city. I don't live in uh, whatever burbs y'all are in. Rosenberg. <laughs> Rosenburb. Rosenburg. Um, um, yeah, it was really good at, at the gallery area too. The sale. It was like the best best Halloween sale in, in I think a really long time. Way better than last year. I think the um, the five days helped. Yeah, definitely. Sure. We I might agree. continue that. Who knows? But never know. Um, if you missed out on the sale, what? don't worry. Fear not. As long as you vote. Because, well, yeah. Or <laughs> if you get someone's sticker. Um, if right. you have your I voted sticker or it's okay if you bring someone else's in, you know, just get a sticker and bring it in. And what, you can what get if a, I get unlock the sale price? If I get a blank sticker and write I voted on it. I think just for the level of commitment it. that would I'll be honor allowed. It. Totally. Yeah. I'm down. And if you mailed in and you didn't get a sticker or something, like we're not gonna give you a hard time, you know. But, um, okay, if you voted um, yesterday, my bad, and today, right? Yesterday and today? Yeah, yesterday and today, you um, can bring your sticker in and get sale prices on one item. That's so like half off a of back issue, 40% off a trade, whatever. So if there was a trade that didn't come out till went till today that you were waiting on, you're like, oh, I wish I could get the sale price on that. You can do you that. Can. Boom. Got you em. can come in and get Victor and Nora a Gotham love story. For forty percent off. Forty percent off. Oh, yeah. So you're telling me all I gotta do is vote. Now it's too late. They're hearing this on Wednesday. I don't think we're gonna get any new voters on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, well you should something have voted. went terribly wrong if that happened. You should have voted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Okay, very cool. And if you don't have it, just come in and say, like, hey, I lost my sticker, but I voted. We'll we'll trust you because that would be a terrible thing to do if you didn't. Right. Um so let's assume you're not a garbage person. Right. Exactly. Um well, let's get, to my the, let's get to the what I done dids. Oh, my Lord. Ronnie boy. What you done did? Um, nothing. I watched, wow. I watched Fast 4. Today? Uh, and I played some Apex. <laughs> you know, that's about it. Okay. That's about it. I thought I did something, but I, I guess I didn't. No, I didn't do nothing. Nothing at all. Dylan? We're working at sale all week. 
Yeah, same. I was off for two days. Yeah, the sale did kind of drain me too. I kind of went home and did nothing. But did you work instead of raffling off? Yeah, a couple days. I, I was there. I was off Saturday, Sunday though. Um, but instead of raffling off the movies I read, I, I watched. Um, I watched a good show that I think is podcast appropriate. It's called Blood of Zeus on Netflix. Oh, you guys heard of it? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, by the animation studio that did Castlevania, and right. I think it's like eight episodes. It was pretty short, um, so you can do it in one sitting. You know, it's like a long movie. Sure, um, but it was really good. It was just like a fresh take on not a story that I had heard before. You know, or okay. on the Greek gods, but it was it was gory. It, it's definitely if you like Castlevania, you know. Sure, but I liked it a lot. It was good. I what did I do? I. Went for a drive. I took a took a half a day trip. Went to Austin. Oh. Didn't do anything. I mean, I went to I went to Half Price Books, which is like I very rarely nowadays. I'm going out, but uh, felt like I should make it worth worth my time. Shout out to Pepper. Uh, <laughs> but uh, picked up some World of Darkness books that I didn't have. That was exciting. Um, I painted a miniature for Halloween. I painted. I don't know if you're able to pick this up on the camera. I'll show this to you. This is a uh, Jack O' Lantern Knight. Okay, Ooh. okay, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, it's your boy. Uh, I also started on this bear. Uh, this bear, uh, he might be having, I just did his fur in his mouth. Well, that's a thick, that's a thick boy. Yeah, he's, do, he's doing like jazz hands. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's super dope. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. But, so that's it's a, a fun one, hobby. Man. Yeah, he's a big boy. Uh, and also we, uh, we started decorating and we got, we had to bust out the, the menorah moose. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Oops. Look at them. It's a little plushy with a moose, and he's got. So you're already. So you're on on the well, camp of it's okay to start. I mean, it's 2020, man. Like this year's already terrible. Do what do what makes you happy. If you need to decorate for Christmas now, go ahead. Normally, I'd give you a hard time, but go I think nuts. I'm ready. I mean, we're not doing. We have. We well, you can't really see, but I have. We did put a tree up right behind me. Oh wow! Already. Right. Yeah, it's right back here. Hey, man. The earlier, the better. Right. It's. Oh, look cool. at yep. Got the lights and everything. Yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, we did that. We got our Hanukkah stuff up. We're ready to go, man. Party time. Well, not party Sweet. time. No, no. No. Don't, don't catch a COVID case. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, me and Lori party. Word, word, word. You know. <laughs> that counts. Yeah, social distance party. Uh, that's all I done did. Um, let's get into the news, I guess. Um, Batwoman first official look at uh, Javicia Leslie uh, has been revealed. We've seen the new Batwoman Javicia Leslie in costume at the Vancouver set of the CW series already via some blurry spy pics, but we now have a first official look at Ryan Wilder in the redesigned Batsuit she'll unveil during season two of the show. The costume doesn't appear to be a million miles apart from the suit uh, Ruby Rose wore in season one, but there are certainly a few subtle differences. Wilder will initially don Rose's original outfit before sporting the new version in the third episode. I have not watched any of the Ruby Rose stuff, but it looks the same to me. So it, it looks better. I I watched it and I I was annoyed by some parts of it, but I like this one a lot better. I like her hair. Okay, that's like not much to. I mean, there's not much to talk about other than right. her look. But remember, I remember when the set photos came out and she had like. Ruby Rose's wig on, and that bothered me. You oh know? yeah, yeah, like yeah. That that's same right. hair, and I was like, that doesn't. I don't like that, but this is a big improvement. I, uh, I don't know. Her first appearance was in Batgirl Fifty this week. Okay, oh, oh that's, okay, that's yeah, it's it's her. That's what everyone was. Uh, that makes sense. Hunting it for, but I don't know anything about the character yet, unfortunately. Okay, but I'm gonna give it another shot. It it worked. I was done with Batwoman, but. I'm going to try again. It pulls you back in. Um, Three Jokers concluded last week with some major revelations about the clown prince of crime. Um, It was way back during the events of the Dark Side War, uh, or Dark Seed War, if you're weird, um, when we learned that there are, in fact, three Jokers. And Jeff Johns and Jason... How do you say his last name? Fabok. Fabok, I think. Fabok. Three-part... Three Jokers event series finally concluded uh, last week with a shocking final chapter. The big uh, spoilers for Three Jokers, if you haven't read it yet and you care. Um, 
the big twist arrive when we learn that the Batman or that Batman discovers <laughs> the Joker's real name a week after they first crossed crossed paths. Uh, the comedian is the failed stand-up comic from The Killing Joke, and it turns out that his wife and child didn't die. Police at the time helped them escape from him. Now they're living in Alaska. The Caped Crusader decides never to reveal the Joker's true identity, as they'd be put at risk. Or um, you could just kill him. I, I I heard from a couple people that they were pretty um, underwhelmed by uh, the ending to Three Jokers. Yeah, I don't think it was very bombastic. I've heard... Right. I've heard people. Uh, some people. But did I not like read it. it? Oh no. No. Did you? Yeah, read I read it? all three. Were you let down by the ending, or did you like it? Unfortunately, it? does not live up for the hype that it gained uh, during the time of its pushback. Really? Well, that's so, unfortunate. Uh, there's that. But if we but if we had a live event for it, you guys would be all about it, right? Oh, of course. Yes, yeah, sure, yes, of course. Yeah, cool. then it's the best book that's ever been written. Right. Obviously. <laughs> Uh, speaking tune in, of tune in next week <laughs> <laughs> um but no i mean the books are still well written and they're well drawn and all that stuff. i mean if they're well drawn for sure yeah the art is great <laughs> okay he never, i mean there's there's some really good shots of of the joker uh in that what book. happened how did they wrap up the batgirl red hood stuff ron because i didn't they like did that not wrap up nothing <laughs> oh oh no <laughs> didn't wrap up a single thing. Well, it's Black so Label, that. you know. They just this book needed three more issues to give some. Uh, and that'd be six Jokers, Ron. Yeah, you can't have you that. Oh, right. You show right. You just That's do too, too many issues dang per Jokers. Joker. Gosh, yeah, it just needed to be. It's kind of like how if a season gets shortened, or you know, yeah, you can tell. You can just tell that they just we talking Game of Thrones or, final season. Just a bunch. Yeah, that that too, sure. <laughs> um, Assassin's Creed live action and animated series coming to Netflix as part of a new Ubisoft deal. <sighs> oh, God. Did, have we not learned our lesson? I'm about the, it, dude. From the Michael Fassbender movie. Um, I'm about it. These could be good. A live action series based on the Assassin's Creed video game franchise is in development at Netflix. And the streamer has also now has new animated and anime shows in the works as part of a major content deal with Ubisoft. The live-action, quote, genre-bending adaptation will be the first out of the gate, and a showrunner is currently being sought. How do you know it's genre-bending when you don't even have a showrunner? Stop um, it. I mean, I'm just saying. And also, describing your thing as genre-bending is pretty cringy. Um, yeah. uh, Ubisoft film and television, <laughs> uh, Jason Altman and Danielle Kranick, are on board as executive producers. Um, this is a big yikes for me. Uh, I don't care. I also, I'm also not a fan of the series after the, the second one. <laughs> uh, oh, for real? Yeah, I liked the first really one. Good right I now. liked the second one. And then I think, was it one, two, Revelations, Revolution, three, Black and then Black Flag. Yeah, I think I stopped caring after Revelation and Revolution. Interesting. Yeah, they've since they've given their uh, given a year to like actually work on the two year gap between games, sure. the year gap between games rather. Uh, they've been really solid. Okay. They're going I mean, to Valhalla. Did they ever bring? Yeah, that's right. Did they ever bring Altair back? Um. Yeah, he came back in. Oh man, what one was that? Because I felt like they always just like let just dropped him off, and everybody was like, "Oh, let's let's." They had brought him. They had brought him back. I just don't okay. remember the. It was Assassin's Creed Three, maybe. Hmm. At least they don't have a high bar to live up to. True. That is awesome. Because I did not. I did not. See, to the game. Fair enough. I did not see the live action Michael Fassbender movie. It was not great. We're missing out. Yeah. Um, I keep forgetting you keep missing these horrible movies. I don't know how that happens. I've only missed I've only missed like a very small like two or three. Yeah, but they just happen to be the the the, the worst of the worst. So you happen to be busy on all the dates of the terrible movies, Michael. Uh, apparently so. Hmm. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, Ginger Snaps TV series in the works from Killing Eve producer. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know what this is. You, uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a it's an old movie that is uh, well uh, it says here in the article cult 2001 <laughs> werewolf movie ginger snaps is getting the small screen treatment 
and Killing Eve producer Sid Gentle Films and Copper Heart Entertainment uh, are teaming up to develop the concept as a new TV series. The original, the original co-creator and director, John Fawcett of Orphan Black, is on board as executive producer. Ginger Snaps was a low-budget Canadian horror film about two sisters whose lives are drastically altered when one of them is bitten by a werewolf and begins a terrifying transformation. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a werewolf movie and it's kind of divisive in the horror community. Like it's not, it's calls this a cult movie and it is definitely, but not like, not all horror fans like Ginger Snaps. Like it's, I think it's overrated. Like <gasps> I. I don't I don't care about ginger snaps. Like but Is her name know. Ginger? No. no. Snaps. I thought she was snapping. Yeah, she's always she always snapping, you know. It's no good. Um but I mean that doesn't mean that this can't be good. Um there's plenty of good things that are based on bad properties. Or true. Not that ginger snaps is bad, it's just like fine. Um, I'll backtrack now. I mean I it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. I'll stand. I'll, I'll die on this hill. <laughs> okay. Um, Power Rangers reboot taps Titans co-producer <sighs> to pen movie screenplay. <sighs> All right, hold on. Go ahead. Brian Edward Heal is actually a really good writer. Deadline so. reveals that... It says that in the article. E1 and Hasbro have now closed a deal to have Brian Edward Hill uh, to write the planned big screen reboot of Power Rangers... Uh, Jonathan Entwistle, <laughs> as in, isn't Jonathan Entwistle from The Who? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Jonathan Entwistle is directing the movie and has been tapped to take charge of the franchise in both theaters and television. Uh, Brian Edward Hill is one of the most prolific African-American filmmakers working today and most recently adapted Black for Studio 8 uh, and Warner Brothers, penned Revenge of Magic for Stampede and rewrote I Am Yours for Paramount. He's a co-producer on HBO Max's Titans and, is, and has a history of writing some huge titles for Marvel and DC, Top Cow, Boom, and Vertigo. What what comics has he done, Ron? Do you know any? Off the top of my head, I can't remember any. Horrible. He did Wolverine not too long ago. I forget, to be honest. I don't like how they're calling but, it HBO Max's Titans. I mean, yeah, that's sort of like... No, no, you can't do that. It's DC Universe Titans. Mm-hmm. It did. Um, Yikes. I don't know. Is this good news? I don't, I don't know Brian Edward Hill, really. I'm, I'm excited about it. Well, you like Power Rangers. I like, I like Power Rangers. Yeah, you like Power Rangers. <laughs> I, I mean, why is this movie getting rebooted? Didn't they just make Power Rangers? We reviewed it. Yeah, but that, that one was It bad. failed. Yeah. It bombed. It was the Krispy Kreme. Yeah, it was, it was all the Krispy Kreme. It had to be. Um, but I mean, I mean, I'll go see it. We'll review it. I'm sure. In five years, when this movie comes out. Yeah. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed again, but remains on track for a 2020 release. Earlier this month, it was reported that CD Projekt Red had instituted a mandatory six-day work week in order to get Cyberpunk 2077 finished in time for its November release date. It was clear they were determined to get it done in time for Christmas. Uh, And while staff members were being paid, the news came after they previously vowed that there would be no crunch period on the game. Unfortunately, it's now been confirmed that Cyberpunk 2077 will no longer be released on November 19th as planned. Instead, it will hit stores on December 10th, and we can only hope for no further delays. The day after my birthday, yay! I'm not coming out December 10th. I I feel like Dylan... (laughs) I feel bad for the the person that runs their Twitter because they're oh, just yeah. getting, getting getting it hammered. Yeah, I feel bad for their employees who have to work six day weeks now. Yeah, for that real. Awesome. And how low is the bar that the article is commending them for paying them? Right. Well, at least they're getting paid. You know, staff members are getting paid. Yeah, I don't know. Just release it. Like we can wait for our video game. Like, don't kill your employees to get it out in time. So, like, I mean. I might maybe I'm too close to this, but like I feel like the hype for this game is like nearly mythical in proportion. I feel like it might be. I feel like everyone is so like ready for but, this game. But Michael, yeah, what's up? The Witcher series, the mm-hmm. game, 
Right. You understand? Yeah, yeah. That's the company behind it. So like, no, no, no. I know, I know, and they're amazing. And all three Witcher games are great. They've never made a bad game. Um, all they've never made a good game. All their games are great. You know. Right. So um, that's what I'm saying is like I feel like they, they probably could have released it if the if they if this was like their their first game or something, but they're having to follow the Witcher oh, one, sure. two, and three. So I mean, and I I have always said ever since the first Witcher, the CD Projekt Red is a really cool company. Um, they when the first Witcher came out um, on PC only, it was pretty buggy. Um, but it was really good. Um, and then they released an enhanced edition a couple of years later with a bunch of free, you know, they re-recorded all the dialogue in English. Uh, they did, they fixed a bunch of animations. They did a ton of work on it. Um, and they released it for free, uh, on PC if you already bought it. So you don't have to, you wouldn't have to buy it again. No Mm -hmm. other company is doing that. I mean, I'm sure they couldn't, they wouldn't do that now. They're too big for that. Um, they're probably owned by somebody bigger. But, you know, like, that that always struck me as, like, the ethics of that company. I always thought they were pretty cool. And, I, I mean, I, the six-day thing, that does suck. But, I mean, that is, like, the industry standard for AAA titles like this. I mean, it also, it still sucks, though. But. It, oh, it absolutely sucks. Like, that needs like, to be changed, but it is what it is. Based on what you said on the hype level, I feel like they don't have to make their Christmas date, you know? Like... People are gonna buy this. I mean, like everyone's already hyped for. Everyone's gonna buy it. Like if you release it in January, people would still buy uh, it. It's the company that wants it before a certain time. It's Q four, Q three, whatever, whatever. So. Right. Yeah, I get they it. want it out before all that stuff. I I think yeah. I don't think holiday makes or breaks this game in any way. No, because people I, yeah it, yeah. You could release this game in February, and it wouldn't make a difference. Like for their bottom line, really, I don't think. Um, this game's gonna make a bajillion dollars, you know. Mm. I've I, okay. I'm I got a last Christmas. Uh, I got a Xbox gift card from Lori's parents, and I used that to pre-order this way back when it was coming out in like I don't know March or whatever <laughs> right, of last year. Yeah. So it's been sitting there on my Xbox, ready, ready to go, ready to go. Um, one day, one day. Are you, Dylan, are you buying this? Yeah, for sure. Ron, you're buying this, right? Michael, oh, come on. Yeah, what am I? I'm, come sorry. On, I'm not like through the, the roof hype for it though. You're definitely what, Dylan? I'm not like through the roof hype for it though. Oh, I am. I love yes, this property. I. I'm hyped for Red, <laughs> Cyberpunk Red coming out. My boys, uh, come pre-order it. Uh, we are getting uh, <laughs> co- copies are getting snapped up by this every day. Like, I think we have like eight copies pre-ordered at Sugarland. So. It's a $60 book. It's 500 pages. It's going to be litty. You need to get it. I just don't think this will be as good as Crystal Dynamics Avengers. Huh. Wow. <laughs> the Square Enix Avengers. You're a wild boy. Um, it's not going to win Game of the Year. Oof. Not with Avengers. How, how could they? How could they? Win well, okay, uh, December, it's, it's, after, it's going out after the... So it'll, be, it'll win Game of the Year next year. It'll be next year, unfortunately. Not nah, Avengers DLC. Miles Spider-Man. Well, yeah. Um, Moon Knight enlists film filmmaker Mohamed Diab uh, as director. We only just found out that Oscar Isaac is in final talks to play the lead role of Mark Spector in Disney Plus's Moon Knight. And it's now being reported that the highly anticipated Marvel series has found a director. According to Deadline, the Egyptian filmmaker Mohamed Diab has been tapped to helm the show. The trade does not specify how many episodes he'll direct, however. Diab garnered great acclaim for his directorial debut in Cairo 678 and its follow-up Clash, which both focus on elements of political and cultural unrest in his home country. His next film, Amira, is scheduled to be released in 2021. Um, So I am not at all familiar with either of those two movies. Uh, Dylan, are you? No, me neither. Okay. But it's interesting that they're getting an Egyptian filmmaker, because Moon Knight is a lot of Egyptian stuff, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Super Egyptian heavy. Well, so with a white guy, the the, the, con- the Khonshu mythos is anyway. Um, interesting. I wonder if they're going to say he's Egyptian, Mark Spector. Hmm. I don't know. Oscar Isaac's played Egyptian before. Did he? Apocalypse. Oh, and Sabanur. That's. 
I, how could I forget, forget? You forget his best role. Yeah, excuse me. I, my, my bad. Um, speaking of best best roles in good movies, um, but I mean, actually, uh, that was moving. I was moving on to the next story, but I'm I'm excited for this Moon Knight thing. I think I think uh, I'm sure it'll be good, right? Yeah, the Moon Knight's supposed to be good. Yeah, it's Disney Plus. Um, but speaking of bad choices. Justice League box office analyst believes Warner Brothers is making the Snyder cut to keep Zack Snyder on side. Why? Um, Observer has run a story questioning Warner Brothers' decision to hashtag release the Snyder cut, uh, and Comscore's Paul. D- oh no, <laughs> Dergabardarian. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, shared a compelling theory about the studio wanting to stay in business with Zack Snyder. That may come as a shock, but it's <laughs> likely his decision to make Army of the Dead for Netflix, which has already spawned plans for a prequel and an animated spinoff, uh, and has led to Warner Brothers uh, realizing that they don't want to lose the director to a rival streaming service. What? Um Everyone, quote, everyone looks at studios as these monolithic, financially motivated entities, because they are. Uh, but when you see something like this, it tells you that there's something more going on. <laughs> you, you try. That's tough. Um, there's an X factor to consider. Do we want the person to work elsewhere or do we want to keep them in house? Said who, Dylan? Durga Rebedian. Okay. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm trying. <laughs> I feel like it's how darker we're hurt over her. Yeah. I'm sure he's gotten that many times, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's, that is the stupidest thing, but, but that's all sort of in line with what we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks of how do these people keep getting work? These terrible writers. Yep. Or, I mean, I know he's a director, but you know, the he's same logic too. applies. Is he though? I he mean, writes. He writes. There he you writes go. things down. He does. Um. Oh man. I don't know. It makes sense to me that maybe they're like, "Oh no, we need to keep him just in case." You know, like he's he's like an he's basically a Warner Brothers guy. You know, and maybe mm-hmm. they felt threatened by him going to Netflix, dipping his toe in the Netflix waters, and their maybe. unlimited money. Yeah, but like, but why? But a track record <laughs> is a track record, and. We don't make the rules, Michael. I know. So, I mean, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a news a news segment without talking about uh, Zack Snyder presents the Justice and there's, League. There's more. Oh, there's another article later. Uh, oh, uh, so. Sorry. Um, Halloween Kills news. Michael Myers returns in first teaser for David Gordon Green's horror sequel. Had the pandemic not reared its ugly head, Halloween Kills would have been released earlier this month. The horror sequel was n- was recently pushed back to next October, uh, but Blumhouse has decided a has debuted a teasing glimpse of some footage to make the wait a little less torturous. The first trailer, which screened during um, Blumfest's uh, panel, begins with a voiceover from Laurie Strode of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis who appears to be under no illusions about Michael Myers' survival and fully expects him to uh, return to continue his murderous nighttime pursuits. Um, the the teaser was good. I mean, as much yeah. as a 30-second teaser of Halloween can be. Um, How do we miss Blumfest? We could have done an episode. I know, for right? For real. How did we miss that? Did like, I would have went. Virtually. I Next year win. we'll do a Blumfest, Blumfest episode. But can we go to can we go to Blumfest? I, I mean, would, I would love to go to Blumfest because that's I, basically the Blumhouse, right? Yeah, it is the Blumhouse. Yeah, have the Blumhouse there. I, <laughs> I mean, once this whole thing is over, we can travel. We going everywhere. Forget SDCC. No, we going we're to, to Blumfest. We're going to Blumfest. We're going to all of them, all the events. We're going to go to Blumfest. We're going to drive, obviously. Um, obviously, we drive to Blumfest. Get get the nice the connecting hotel, too. No less. I don't think there's a physical convention right now. Well, well, yeah, there wasn't, of course. Well, not now. I think this is the first one. I mean, it's like virtual. Uh, So I'm saying, I think at some point they will do a in-person Blumfest. There's Blumfest merch though. Oh, what? You know, I'm about to look right now. uh, Do they have candles like A24? They have masks. What kind of mask? Oh, like uh, COVID masks. Yeah. Okay. 
We'll go next year. Okay. I'm I'm down. No, I'm about we gotta it. figure it out. Blumfest. No, I'm about what it. Do, what do you do at Blumfest? Watch some movies, boy. Watch the same Blumhouse movie you've seen, you've seen already. Just get a bunch of panels of your favorite. That's all Blum- new ones. That's all yeah, new right. Blum <laughs> Blumfest exclusive films. That's that's the next. That's the next tier. Um, Spider Man Miles Morales adds into the Spider Verse costume, and it's seriously spectacular. Says the seriously says the headline. It's here. so cool. Marvel Games has revealed that the Spider Man in the Spider Verse costume will be the second pre-order bonus suit in Spider Man Miles Morales. The other is the newly created track suit. Uh, that's T dot R dot A dot C dot K. Um, and the newly released video game shows just how spectacular it's going to look in action. Amazingly, the game has somehow replicated the animation style of the movie. So when you swing through New York City in this suit, uh, Miles looks exactly as he did in that Oscar-winning feature. When you hit foes, special effects come up on the screen too, and that makes it a really fun visual. Yeah, it totally does. This Ooh. looks. It is. Did you watch the video? Spectacular. I did. Uh, yeah, I get a dog. I am not wearing any other suit. In the game. Why would that you? will be my suit throughout the whole game? <laughs> so when are you buying that suit? I in. In IRL, Ron. The Miles Morales suit? Yeah. Uh, when they can make me look like I'm 2D and glitching out. Oh, okay. Out. okay. Yeah. I like how they... I was telling Ryan, I like how they lowered the frame rate of him. Yeah, like, yeah totally. Well, I, that's just dope. It's a very... I'm wondering mechanic. what he's going to look like because when you change a suit in the game, the cinematics have that suit too sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? I'm wondering how that's going to look. Out of, out of gonna place, have, but it's gonna be great. Are they gonna do a maskless animation of him, or is he gonna take off the mask and it's gonna look like regular Miles oh, from the game? Yeah, you you assume, know, yeah, if he doesn't have the suit on, then oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah, is he gonna be just another animate, like another animation style in the game? It's just interesting. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I guess we're gonna find out soon enough. More details up. on the time periods featured in HBO Max's Green Lantern <gasps> TV series. In an interview back in January, HBO Max head of original content, Sarah Aubrey, confirmed the upcoming Green Lantern TV show would span multiple time periods. While this means the latest report from the Direct isn't exactly breaking new ground, uh, the site does provide a smattering of new details. It seems two periods covered in in the show will be the 1940s and the 1980s. Uh, With the first Green Lantern, Alan Scott, operating during the events of World War II, and the invention of the microwave, while Guy Gardner's story will be set during the time of Reagan and MTV. This leads leaves time periods for Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz, uh, though a safe bet would say that those two uh, will have their story set in modern times. Uh, that sounds about right to me. Um, you excited I don't for this know how I feel about these time different time periods. I'd rather just have one story, I think. Sounds like, we'll uh, see. Sounds like trying to get some of that WandaVision hype. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't it. care until I start seeing actual footage for this right. show. It's all talk. Like, right. Any of this crap is all talk until like I actually see something. I may be like reading the tea leaves too much, but if it's like Alan Scott in the 1940s, I feel like they're going to do a whole gay in the, in, in the right. 40s storyline. And I'm just like, I'm so bored of that, you know? Right. Not gay storylines. I'm just bored of like, period piece oppression stories yeah so i I could be wrong maybe they're not going to do that but that's what it looks like to me um hbo max's green lantern tv series is also looking for (laughs) half human half alien black female lead um sounds like they're casting they're looking for a actress that's half alien that's yeah that's what (laughs) that's what it sounds like um in the early days of hbo max's lantern um by Seth uh, Seth Graham Smith and Mark Guggenheim's series is reportedly, reportedly looking to add new characters to a Green Lantern core roster, which will already include Guy Gardner, Alan Scott, Jessica Cruz, Simon Boz, Sinestro, and the Kilowog. Uh, the Direct reveals that a highly the ent- highly anticipated big-budget TV series will feature a lead character in the form of Bree Jarta. It's unclear whether that is a code name or the actual name of this half-human, half-alien member of the Green Lantern Corps. Having a character with, with ties to Earth and space is definitely interesting and not something we've seen explored even in the comic books. So it's original character stuff. That's neat, I guess. I mean, 
I kind of wish they went with the far sector Green Lantern. Yeah, right? Yeah, same. That seems like Um, the idea. It seems like they're promoting her in the comics, too, because she's joining the Justice League and the future (laughs) state and stuff like that. So it's kind of surprising that they're going to go with a different one here, but we'll see. Yeah. We don't make the rules. I mean, we will definitely be reviewing the show when it comes out. Most it's like they actively try to have no synergy between anything ever, you know. Who they who, like DC, DC Warner Brothers, Warner <laughs> like we're all gonna go our different directions and nothing will ever tie. But Dylan, they all exist at the same time. You do see. you think that's because the Snyderverse failed so hard, or they failed so hard to do the whole connected universe? Yeah, universe? I think so. But I think just it'd be nice to have some synergy between. It doesn't even have to be the same universe, but. The comics and the, the comics. and the and the movies, you know, just just see some of what you read reflected on screen, you know. I assume that this new uh, character will be in the comics at some point. I'm I mean, sure. I'm sure they'll throw her in like they threw Ryan Wilder in to a right. random Batgirl yeah. issue. Right, right. I mean, that sounds likely to me. And people will look for it because. No, DC won't tell us what issue she's coming in until right the day before, and then right. it'll be out of print. Um, m- movie based on the strange talent of Luther Strode is in development. That's why people yep. were calling for that. Yep, um, that's exactly why people look for it. A film based on the 2011 six-issue Image comic series, The Strange Talent of Luther Strode, um, is in development at All Nighter, a new production company. Writer Justin Jordan and artist Trad Moore are involved with the film adaptation as producers, with Jordan actually penning the script. Uh, Fans of the series have described it as a captivating tale that's not shy when it comes to graphic violence and gore. On the surface, Luther Strode appears to be a standard Spider-Man-like tale about a nerdy student who suddenly gets superpowers to fight off bullies and get the girl. However, the fast-paced plot twists and artwork transform the title into something special. Um, Ron, have you read this? I have not. Uh, I've been planning on me. I've been meaning on buying this for a while. So, like, seems like a, more. seems like a book club book for sure. Most definitely. Uh, there's a hardcover because there's three volumes of it. Right. Three different stories. Uh, yeah, I need to buy it. I need to buy a hardcover at some point. And Dylan, you've never read Without anything? I haven't, but I want to. I really like, like Ron said, I like Chad Moore. I think he's one of the best comic artists working today and Most definitely. He did, it doesn't uh, look dated at all new world which should be a movie or a tv show new world yeah it's yeah. literally perfect i don't know why no one's optioned it but i'm re- sure really it will good. at some point anyway um zach snyder's justice league trailer taken down Earlier today, fans noticed that the DC Fandom trailer for Zack Snyder's Justice League was no longer available to view on any platforms. And this, of course, led to a lot of speculation. Rumors that the movie had been canceled by Warner Brothers have been doing the rounds, but now the actual reason for the teaser being removed has been revealed. Um, According to The Hollywood Reporter's Aaron Couch, the trailer was taken down because of an unspecified music rights issue. Um, it looks like the studio may not have gone through the proper channels to get permission to use Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Go figure. <laughs> I love this. I mean, that song was so stupid in this trailer. And I know. used it twice now. So I, th- I just think it's funny that that's the reason that it gets wiped from all platforms. I, I just love how bad. I don't, I don't know. Just like Zack Snyder's use of music is just so obnoxious. Um, I remember love it. in in we stand. in Watchmen too. It was just like overpoweringly bad his use of pop music because you can use pop music in movies and do it successfully, but you can also do it very badly. Mm-hmm. Like a a good example in that, and we talked about it when we ever we reviewed Rob Zombie's Halloween um, when the character is sitting outside on the steps crying and they're playing everybody hurts by rem i'm like are you serious right now this is i want to die on the nose right like when they played this song during that graphic sex scene for no reason yeah but i mean it's leonard cohen dylan it's a classic and then remember when like they cut away and like the jets 
oh went God. on the on like the, the little like the owl ship or something. You remember that part from the Watchmen comic? Yeah, that's my favorite part. Alan Ward really really captured it. it. Um is it, it's 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 hard to be weirder about sex than Alan Moore is, but you know, good job, Zack <laughs> Snyder. <laughs> um, and here we are talking about Lovecraft Country, according to this. <laughs> yes, at the bottom of the page. Um, no, um, that's it for our news. Um, so um, let's talk about Fast Four, the Fast and Four Furious um, spoilers for Fast Four. If you care about such things. So I, um, if you've been keeping up with the Fast and the Furious reviews that we've been doing, um, I, and I really hope you have, uh, I stopped watching these movies after one, two, and three. So I've seen one, two, and three, and then I've seen eight in Hobbs and Shaw. So I never saw four, five, six, seven. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've seen eight. I think I have. Yes, I, I think did. you saw eight. Yeah, you went. And, yeah. You saw it in theaters, right? Yeah, I think we saw it in forty X. Or we saw no, we saw Hobbs and Shaw in forty X. That was Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. Um, and I've never seen the animated series or animated whatever it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I, I, I sort of had written the series off after the dumpster fire that was, well, really the whole series. But uh, I mean, I liked the first one when I was a you know, a teenager or however old I was when the first one came out. Um, mm-hmm. And then I didn't really care for the second one. And obviously the third one is come on. Um, so I, I never care about the best one, Michael. I'm I'm sorry. Um, I, so I've never seen this up until two days ago. What you about you? Not... Yeah. Um, I mean, I... Okay. Wow. let's go Ron. Ron first. <laughs> yeah. I watched all these uh, as they were coming out. So, but I don't remember this movie at all. Like, I think this is the one that kind of gets forgotten about. Because after yeah, cause this, it's, it's in five, a weird period <laughs> before it got good, and right after it was bad. So, Fast know. Five is when they got good. I remember hearing that. Like, yeah. oh, Fast Five is great. The series yeah. is good well, again. Calm down. It's not. <laughs> it's not well, great. You know, it, as good it as gets, it can be, it becomes what you know Fast and Furious as now. Right in the, the fifth the, one comic book that it is yeah but it's um, weird i didn't know justin lynn uh, directed this one either i was it's very he's directed most of these right it had the yeah same i energy. think this is, this is where he started right or did he remember. do something before it i forget i thought he did one before but I he did tokyo drift okay that makes sense to me. yeah uh, he, did, he started in tokyo drift and has done all of them since yeah so oh yeah. no he didn't do seven sure or eight sure. Sure. Yes, sure. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, he did Tokyo um, Drift. Um, he did three, four, five, six, and nine. Huh. And ten and eleven. Well, well obviously. Yeah. Coming up. But so go ahead, Dylan. So, ha- had you seen this before? Yeah, I saw it. I think when it came out, but then I rewatched it. I rewatched them all before. One of the maybe seven or something. Yeah, I'm gonna catch up. It was years before. ago. You 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 went on a. Let's watch all the fast things. Yeah, so I had seen this in the past few years, but I didn't remember any of it. I didn't. I forgot Wonder Woman was in it. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Dot. Yes, she was. Um, so this movie is sitting at a twenty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oopsies. Um, with a sixty-seven percent audience score. Yeah, that sounds about right. You know. Yeah, that's so, right. But I mean compared to Tokyo Drift is at 37%. So this is less and lower. This is lower than that. This is the worst Rotten Tomatoes reviewed of all the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. And so I would actually disagree. I mean, it's bad. This movie's not good. I mean, they're all... But it's bad in a different way than Tokyo Drift is. Tokyo Drift is just... It's laughable. It's, it's laughably bad. It's obnoxious, yeah. and I hate it. This yeah, is yeah. just boring. Yeah, this one is just boring. But it's kind of it reminds me a lot of the first one, to be honest. Sure. Like it's an actual like, like it's you know it's Connor actually doing like some cop stuff. 
Is uh, it? He's chasing dudes on rooftops. I mean, well, you know, you know, it's, it's, he's doing, he's doing his for Fast and the Furious universe. His his FBI sanctioned parkour training. Right, right, right. Uh, in racing, obviously. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I love it! I love it when they're like they're going through the thing, and and he's got to he's got to go undercover again. So he goes to the impound lot, and he's like, "Oh yeah, give me that one. Oh yeah, I, re- I wrecked that car. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I own that one. Oh, which one do you want? Oh, all of them." All of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> there were like fifty cars up there. Right. right. Yeah. Um, I actually enjoyed this movie, to be honest. But this movie brings back um, all well, most of the cast. You have Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Michelle Rodriguez, Fernanda Brewster, uh, back from the first movie, um, which is a departure from Tokyo Drift, which had none of them in it, basically. No Tyrese. Oh uh, yeah, no Tyrese. Well, Tyrese was not in the first movie either. Sir, he was in the second one. Though. Yeah. I'm saying um, he's family now. Yeah, this is, is the first one that brought back the main cast. Because right. in, in earnest. Right. Um and did feature uh Gal Gadot. Um her first appearance. A star making turn. <laughs> her first appearance. Uh-huh. Yes, her first appearance of Gal Gadot. Well, in you know, in the past. Well, <laughs> um later ones? Did y'all like did y'all like this movie? Did y'all Yeah, she no, she comes back. <gasps> yes. Spoiler. Um, did I like this movie? No, not at all. Um, I was painfully bored during this movie. I too um, was bored by it. I felt it was more like I agree with Ron saying it was like the first one. It was more quote family introspective character mm-hmm. driven, but like not interesting character driven. So it was just right. I wanted more of like that first scene, you know. Right. But throughout the movie. What was the first scene? Go ahead. Were they were they hijacking that? Uh, oh yeah, what they basically yeah, what they were about to do in the in the. Because I thought like, that was that was laughably minutes. stupid. Oh yeah, yeah but, that's, but that's what it is. I, I love but, it when when the dude has got to like line up the trailer hitch with the thing. Yes. Oh so yeah, he didn't want to get. And he's like first try. So I texted y'all earlier it. earlier today, and I was like, "Dom, so cool." I was texting y'all while I was watching the end of that scene where he drove under the burning tractor or, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, Dom's so cool. I love that scene. That was my favorite. Because it, it was, it was compounded by the fact that they were all celebrating at the end. Right. They're yeah. like, yeah, we're cool. It's like, you just blew up the thing you were trying to steal. And also, it- a lot of people died in this movie. <laughs> yeah, Michelle like, Rodriguez was just getting Well, no, no, no. Not even that. It was just like... People getting like run over by car, oh, like yeah. the the first uh, actual race race scene uh, they had where they were just driving through traffic and stuff. They're fine. Like, a, like one of the dudes got just side side wrecked. He's okay. And, like his whole his whole side was just caved in. The whole side. Right. He's fine. I'm and sorry. then uh, what was another one? The homeboy in the cave at the end of the movie. He just like saw the headlights when he got up. I was like, oh my lord, what is this movie? How are you not going to talk about them killing Letty, though? I don't care about Letty. <gasps> Bro. But she's the coolest character. This Michelle she Rodriguez. She's so, so cool. No, I didn't care. I never cared. Wow. I don't like their chemistry at all. Yeah, they don't have chemistry. They have at zero all. chemistry. Because it, like, I don't I get blame it. Vin Diesel. Have you seen so, so Vin Diesel has an Instagram, obviously, mm-hmm. and he's always on there, and he's he's normally always with Letty, and she just looks like she doesn't want anything to do with him ever. It's so funny. What like, like in Michelle real Rodriguez? Life, like, like in real life, yeah, Michelle Rodriguez, yeah, in real life, yeah. No, I think they're like friends. No, you can tell. You can see it in her eyes. She just don't care. Or they're just high. They're just always high. I think she just looks mad all the time. Maybe. Did you ever see that Michelle Rodriguez movie, uh, Girl Fight? No. No. It was pretty good. Uh, I, I think she's actually pretty bad. Uh, but it, like, it was. Are you saying good or no bad? Like bad isn't like, good. Oh, bad, bad. No, she. I think she's actually pretty like not a good actress. Um, How dare you? But but her first <laughs> movie, I believe, is a movie called Girl Fight, which I like a lot, where she plays a boxer. Uh, huh. That movie's really good. I can see uh, that. And then it's all downhill, downhill from there because it's fast. No, no, no. Uphill. Resident, Resident Evil. Swat. Widows. She was good in Widows. Well, she, she was good in SWAT. SWAT. 
Avatar. With LL Cool J. With LL Cool J and Val. Yeah, Velvet. boy. <laughs> Who? She was in what now? She was in Avatar? Yeah, Widows. remember. Was I don't she remember. in Avatar? Yeah, remember she was like the army lady? She got blown up. Yeah, oh, yeah, kind of. I kind of remember. We're going to rewatch Avatar before. No, I gonna really do. No, we're going to rewatch. Please, we're going to watch SWAT. I, bro, please. I know I Dylan's SWAT. never seen SWAT. I know Dylan's never seen SWAT. Wait, help me out. Who was she in Alita? She was in Alita? She's in Alita? <laughs> <laughs> was she? Oh, she was Gelda, according to Rotten Tomatoes. I Ooh, do not Gelda remember her from Alita. Who's Gelda? Ron, you read it. Oh, I'm she's fam. like. A CGI lady. She's uh, she had the Alita style face, so you can't tell. That's okay. right. That's right. I remember now. But but Dylan, though, the, the the real question: Have you seen SWAT from two thousand and five? I have actually. Yeah, oh, and it's Will Ferrell, right? Uh, Colin Farrell. Colin, yeah, sorry, Will Ferrell. Same Colin face. Farrell. Um, S- yeah, I, I don't remember. Her. I couldn't tell you a thing about it. But it's got Jeremy Renner. It's terrible. But anyway, um, back to Fast Four. Um, Ugh, do we have to? No, there's not much else. Um, the movie's terrible. Um, and I've already been spoiled. I mean, by Fast Nine trailers. I know Letty comes back. No, no, she doesn't. Or is that no. her twin? It's you're right. I mean, I know it's, she comes it's back. It's Betty. Because it's Betty. <laughs> <laughs> I I know it's her because she comes back in that. Tra- and I know Han comes back because apparently Han, whatever. You don't know um, when she comes back. Actually, true. you do because you just looked at her IMDb. Right. <laughs> um, Damn it, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't retain any of it. Um, but I, my favorite part of the of the Fast Nine trailer is the one where I think it's her and Vin Diesel are in the car going off the edge of the cliff, and she's like, "No, Dom, don't!" And he does the thing to to jump onto the the hook from the helicopter and like swing around the helicopter, flying through the air. See, that's a callback to this movie when right. the yeah. truck was rolling at him and she was like, yeah. Yeah. Dom, don't. And then he did it, you know? Right. It's a subtle callback that you probably don't pick up on because yeah. I think it's a little bit too highbrow. It's but, a little too sophisticated for me. Yeah. Um, it's too cerebral, but I don't I don't fault you for not catching it, you know? Yeah. I mean, but really, the whole time I was watching this movie, I couldn't help but thinking that it would have been improved by having Sonic the Hedgehog in it. You're right. Right. I mean, is Sonic racing, or are they teaming up to fight Robotnik? What's going Both on? I think they're against each other for the first act, but then they team up to oh, fight Robotnik. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> to fight Hobbs and Shaw. They're too yes. fast. Hobbs and Shaw have got some new tech that makes them go too fast. And so they have to... Yeah. And Idris is back. It, yeah, Black Superman. Obviously. Yeah. And they're canceling, they're canceling the apocalypse, obviously. Um, this movie is really bad, guys. Um, so uh, it's not that bad. It's, it's just dull and boring. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's better than. Dull. It's better it's, than Fast Three. Yes, and two, and two. I no. Agree. Well, actually, no. I disagree. I have. I, I will watch two again before I watch this. Yes. For me, so far, it goes one, four, two, three. Are we ranking these, boy? Um, one, one, two, four, three. Two, four, one, three. Wow, Ron, that is the wrong that is order. Three is at the bottom, boy. Y'all are tripping. Well, yeah, no, I agree. Three's at the bottom. Um, two said, is not the best Fast and Furious movie. I keep telling y'all, like uh, ever. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> too fast. Too, too furious. furious. I'm too, too fast, fast for y'all. Back <laughs> that ass. That's the, that's the line from the movie. I feel oh sick. man. Um. So, but what a, what a time. looking at the Rotten Tomatoes, this is wild. So the first one, fifty-three percent. Then thirty-six percent, thirty-seven percent, twenty-nine percent. Don't do the other ones. Don't do the other ones. No, well, no, 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 we wait. Well, fast Five is seventy-seven. So I'm hyped. I know it's about to get good. Good. It's gonna, I, it's gonna be you. good. And that's when they add You're the gonna rock, be entertained. Right? Yeah, the rock yeah. gets added in this one, in the next one. Oh man! So I would not recommend anybody watch this movie ever. Yeah, if I've you're watching been. all of them, which is the last one yeah. with Paul Walker? Five? No, no, six, seven. I think it's seven. Yeah, I think it's seven. Okay, because there's only been one without him, and that was eight. Okay, but seven was the one. Seven was the one where it was half 
uh, him have his brothers and stuff in CGI. Right. It wasn't half. It was just like right. that last right. scene was his brother. We'll talk about it when we get to it. Right. Word. Well, anyway, that's going to do it for us this week about Fast and the Furious 4. Um, stay tuned. We're going to try to finish all of them by the end of the year. I'm kidding. No, we're not. Um, we don't have that kind of time. Well, I'm telling you next week. I mean, actually, we do. We do have that kind of time. This is not come out in a month. Next, next week. We don't have anything on schedule next week. We could watch Fast 5. Um, but anyway. Um, we'll, we'll, them we'll, out. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll let you know. Um, does, you, does anybody else have anything that they need to impart about Fast Fast 4? I got nothing. Nah. Yeah, I don't think it's available to stream either. I owned it. I did it, the, the $2 scan thing. Scan I, bought, I bought it for $3 on... Sounds about right. Xbox. Oh no! <laughs> on Xbox, standard definition. Yeah, I want to try my stuff on the Xbox. No, it was it was uh, Ultra HD. Oh, that's a good price for. I don't it. believe you. Show me the receipt. It was look, well, whatever. Three dollar four K. That sounds no, like a not four K. No, no. Ultra HD. Ultra, <laughs> it was Ultra a rental. HD sorry, it's four K. I rented it. I'm sorry, I rented it. Okay. It would have been like eight dollars to buy it or whatever. Mm-mm. So, so that's how confident you are. You're never going to buy it again. You're never going to watch it. Oh, again. not at all. Right. Mm-hmm. I rent all these movies. Okay. Well, thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Later, guys. It's Ron. <laughs> this is Dylan. Bye. <laughs>